Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Where will Cam go next? Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. You're going to see a lot of why not to the Texans. I'm looking at the NFC East. Dallas. How about the Cowboys? Why wouldn't they say yes to Cam Newton being on their team? The Rich Eisen Show. Earlier on the show, ESPN NFL reporter Jeff Darlington. Senior writer for the MMQB, Albert Breer. Coming up from Showtime's Billions, actor David Costable. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. I can't wait to talk to David Costable of Billions. Oh, baby. You know, Billions was was being shot, and they, they stopped it due to the yeah. shutdown of, you know, our world due to... Um, COVID-19. Oh, yeah. And then they got back. And so this is the rest of the season. Was it season five? I think it's five. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I can't wait. Now, are they going to roll right into six? Or is it just kind of like a six season? I don't know. Six let's, ask, let's, let's ask him. Yeah. I mean, he might not know either. I mean, who knows what Showtime's planning to do? I, I, I want this show to never end. It is so terrific. It's it is great. so well done. Great. Paul Giamatti great. and... Obviously, um, Damian Lewis, Maggie Siff, everybody. Hopefully, we get some uh, Malkovich back this season. He was well, playing. Right, he kind of plays his uh, his his rounders character in a yeah, way. Yeah, everyone was kind of saying this is like well, you he know, plays a Russian with a guy with a like Russian, a Russian billionaire. Yeah, they, it's such an, and, and as we all know, Brian Coppola and David Levine, who were the creators and writers of this show um, and producers of the show, have been on this program. They put me on their program. As well, I appeared in one episode of Billions, which I love when I just surprise people like, "What the hell?" And they're binge watching the the show. Once you catch up, TJ, you'll see you'll see that <laughs> yeah, episode with me. Got you, Brooklyn. And so, <laughs> come on, guys. Catch you know, up. I, I try. I, I tried to work blue, um, and um, in in the same way that David Costable, who plays Wags, worked with me. I don't. I don't know if we have that photograph. If you want, I can send it to you during the commercial break, um, Hoskins, where I was behind the scenes and I said, "Hey." will you take a picture? And I took a selfie with him and he smiled. And I'm like, now do your best wags. If you don't mind, I took another selfie and it was him flipping the bird to the, <laughs> there it is right there. There it is right there. Wags. And he's just great. And the whole crew is incredible. And I just, his character of wags is when you, I, 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 I tweeted this out the other day that my favorite characters on TV are ones who make me laugh and make me think. Mm-hmm. And every word out of their mouth, whether it's dramatic or comedic, 
is I'm on the edge of my seat and they make me laugh and they make me think and they make me wonder, right? And, you know, obviously Tony Soprano is the king of that and so was Al Swearingen from Deadwood. Um, and I named a few others that were some of my favorite characters of all time. The uh, Roger Sterling of Mad Men. Oh, yeah. Made me think, made me laugh, some of those lines. Roger Sterling, a good Wags kind of corollary. Well, it's, Wags is one of them, yeah. too, right? And um, from The Wire, Stringer Bell from The Wire, Idris Elba, he would make me laugh sometimes, too, even though he was quite frightening. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Omar from Omar's The Wire Omar. is another such one of these Omar coming. the latest coming. one the latest one for for me on this is is the character roy kent from ted lasso every word out of his mouth even just the mannerisms brett goldstein is the actor brilliant just absolutely incredible and brilliant and funny and makes me think too uh the the uh, character tom wives gams from um <laughs> succession from succession holy walnuts He's another well, like that well, sort of character, character right? He's like, David yeah. Costable in Billions, his character of Wags is one such guy. Like yeah. he comes on the screen, and every word out of his mouth is hilarious. But sometimes it's incredibly poignant. You're like, where did that come from? Right. <laughs> a lot of introspection. Wags has lived a life, Rich. You know. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, couldn't keep someone very special uh, uh, in his family from the pole. <laughs> <laughs> a life on the pole. <laughs> And as you know, Levine and Compliment have sworn, have sworn Bobby Axelrod, his character of the billionaire Bobby Axelrod and businessman Bobby Axelrod, who's got issues with scruples and is also, you know, somebody who is very cutthroat. They swear the owner of the Mets, Stephen Cohen, is not the inspiration for that character. They swear, even though pretty much every article about it right. since Stephen Cohen bought the Mets is about he's the inspiration of <laughs> right. character Bobby Axelrod right. and Billion. It's like a Cohen Tepper hybrid. Tepper, what from the, uh, from the Panthers? I the think Panthers? he's another one of those guys that uh, because, like you said, you know, Koppelman and Levine, they spend time with actual billionaires right. uh, and, and it, get some of these stories. And another, before we get to your news, and another character who I uh, who I love is anything Jane Lynch does. Oh yeah, anything that she does, her characters in anything that she does, from Glee to currently in Mrs. Maisel, she is amazing. As we all know, every time she's on this show, we fangirl her about or fanboy her about uh, her, her very crucial role in the fugitive. Crucial, I crucial. Mean, I mean, we Richard Kimball would have never, never. known that nope. the samples got switched got if switched. it wasn't for her character. Oh, and she, and she, I think we we frightened her every time she comes well, on here. She yes. wants some sort of because she was just a local Chicago actor because they were filming there. Right. And we're rabid fans of that show, we are to say that. the least. 844-204-H, number to dial right here on the show. Are you ready for your news update, Chris? Yeah, we got a few things. All right, before David Costable of Billions joins us here on this busy Sports Wednesday, go ahead and hit it, please. And now, with a report of the day's news from the world of sports and entertainment, someone who is not a journalist or newsman by any definition of the word whatsoever, it's Chris Brockman. I am, Christopher. All right, guys, just a few NFL items before we start uh, start the show with this. Rich, the NFL has announced week one, Saints, Packers, yep. originally said to be played in New Orleans, but because of Hurricane Ida, that is going to be played in Jacksonville. Jacksonville. And again, the Not Saints. Not sure when the Saints will be back at the Superdome. Well, the, the first home date outside of that on their schedule is October 3rd, and obviously it would be something 
worse than just football-wise if New Orleans can't hold an event like that on October 3rd. It, it would mean something far more significant than football. So, and I hope the Saints, in terms of football, can play that game because if not, their next home date after that because of two road games wrapped around a week six by would be week eight Halloween for Tampa. Man, that would be something else. Whew. So, what else over there, Chris? Yeah, fingers crossed for everybody down there. Uh, Cameron Wolf, NFL Network reporting. He covers the Dolphins down in Miami, guys. Brian Flores met the media today and was pushed. Uh, if Tua is their quarterback for week one, Brian Flores, quote, yes. I don't know how much clearer I can be. Tua is our quarterback. I can say it again. Yeah. Then why was Santiago touched? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If Tua is your quarterback, then why are you reaching out about somebody else's quarterback, no matter how talented he may be with all the baggage that he has? I mean, we've covered this over and over, over again. And over but at least he said it publicly. Yeah. If he had said that over the weekend, maybe he didn't, wouldn't have had to have called his team together. By the way, they go up to New England and win that week one game. We're not talking about it. We're sure. talking about everything else but that. Yeah, but there's sure. a large void between now and then, and what fills it is such a story like Deshaun Watson almost uh, acquired by the Miami That's Dolphins. True, He'll be packed for yeah, that game. Is Santiago will packed. Be packed for New yes. England. He'll packed yeah, be packed for New England. Yeah, yeah okay. Yes. <laughs> Why wasn't he packed? Why wasn't he packed? That's a big question. Uh, Cowboys quarterback news, always a hot topic around here, TJ. Um, Cooper Rush set to be the backup, only kept two quarterbacks, but they claimed Will Greer, former West Virginia quarterback, who was released by Carolina yesterday. All so. right. Will Greer. That now, doesn't, again, TJ. like I said, that next step is a doozy. It's a Lulu to use the, holo- <laughs> the, the Looney Tunes term. Cooper Rush, Will Greer. Not named Cam Newton. If Cam is available and you want him and he's up for it, you got to go get him. Dak and Cam would be a much better way to go in this season. Period. End of story. All due respect to Cooper Rush or the new phrase that we learned. I'm sure he's a very nice guy. (laughs) All right, so follow up on uh, the 76ers stuff from this morning. There was a lot of weird information floating around about Tyrese Maxey and how he was going to be involved in a possible Ben Simmons trade, both players represented by Clutch and Rich Paul. There was a story uh, from Philadelphia that Rich Paul was canceling Tyrese Maxey's um, local appearances and charity stuff because he didn't want him getting ties to the community if he was just going to be traded. Yes. An update from Jason Dumas from Channel 4 in Philadelphia. Maxey is excited about this upcoming year with the Sixers, as is Rich Paul and the Sixers. Paul does not want Tyrese out of Philadelphia. However, the Ben Simmons situation is totally separate, and he will be gone. All right, what else? Okay, this story from the PGA Tour, guys, is nuts. So we know about the feud between Bryson DeChambeau and Brooks Kepka. Well, Brooks Kepka has kind of, you know, wink, wink, nudged his fans to kind of heckle Bryson during tournaments. Yell- or, or the pardon my take guys have. Or they have too. Kind of it's been <laughs> I mean it's been a group effort, I think. <laughs> Brooks hasn't exactly shut it down. Let's put it that way. Right. So they they're yelling Brooksy, Brooksy yeah. at DeChambeau, you know, right after he hits the ball like people used to yell Baba Booey and mashed potatoes or whatever. Right. So 
The PGA Tour has decided on the eve of the Tour Championship taking place this week in Atlanta that they have updated their fan conduct policy that could see spectators ejected from events for disrespectful behavior. The president, Commissioner Jay Monahan, was asked about this. Fans who breach our code of conduct are subject to expulsion from tournament and loss of their credential or ticket. Pushed about whether this Brooksy chant falls under that. The barometer that we are all using is the word respect. And to me, when you hear Brooksy yelled or you hear any expression yelled, the question is, is that respectful or disrespectful? Oh, gosh. Quote, this has been going on for an extended period of time. And to me, at this point, it's disrespectful and that kind of behavior. And we're not going to tolerate it moving forward. Let me help everybody out here. Uh, what's booing and di- that this it's amazing what how 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 stories keep on coming because yeah. mb talked about you know he's gotten boos and we'll see the thumbs down from the mets it's amazing how Telling things everyone to there. be better here's the, the the nobody should get into the words of nobody should get in the business of what's respectful or disrespectful coming from fans it should be the line is racist in anything that's like that Anything racist gets you the hell out of there. If you start screaming in somebody's backswing, it doesn't matter if it's racist or not, you're out of there, okay? In in golf, if somebody's taking a backswing and you start screaming in their backswing, then you should get the hell out of there and never come back to a golf event. It doesn't matter what the words are. But if they're just screaming Brooksy at him as he's walking up the the fairway and and they're going to eject people over that, they're out of their friggin' minds. They're out of their minds. Completely. Come on, man. Please. And I know DeShambo, you know, is getting so much grief about how thin-skinned he is and then the number of times that he plays into that about the Patrick Cantley walking around. The walking in the The playoff. walking? Will you stop walking? Hey, can you stop walking? And Patrick looked at him like, I mean, come serious, on. Bro? Like, let's not protect the you know, how precious Bryson DeShambo may be. Again, don't get into, well, that's disrespectful. That's what somebody gets ejected. You are disrespectful. Well, my concern is, I, I, who's to say it was disrespectful? Yeah, it's getting out of hand. We know, we know what's disrespectful and what's respectful, but as long as it's not racist and as long as you're not disrupting somebody's backswing in a sport where obviously you need silence during their backswing, what are we doing? Yeah. Now, just real quick, I do want to get this because I want to get to David Costable. You're going to love this. Okay. TJ. I do kind of understand the Patrick Cantley uh, walking stuff. If you're walking behind somebody and you're in their peripheral vision. Oh, are you going to talk about me here? Do you know who's a violator of somebody's <laughs> on, peripheral vision oh, when you're yeah. putting? Come on. Who, you know who is a, 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 wow. a consistent <laughs> violator? Of standing in somebody's peripheral vision when they're putting. Are they in my vision? Yes. There, he's in my peripheral vision. Proxy! Bro- to my left. <laughs> I thought of you when DeShambo is like, will you stop walking? You don't walk. Sometimes you walk in. You don't. You're not like you're in my. You're And, and I'm, I'm not a precious guy right. when I'm out there on the course. <laughs> But you stand in people's peripheral vision when putting. And I'm just wondering sometimes if it is purposeful. Ooh. Huh. I mean, we don't, we don't, you and I, when we're out there, we don't compete. I'm not, I don't put anything yeah, online because I'm just not that good. Anything. I'm not yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, it doesn't, I don't enjoy it. I don't want to like own your house. 
It's possible. Uh, <laughs> Look, I don't even take that as anything other than the fact of you trying to avoid the subject. Is anyone else? Am I the only one who's I, told you that you're standing in my line of vision? Yes, but I'm like, the only one. Like, what is your line of vision for putting? Like, where when should I'm I stand? Where should I stand? Behind me. Where am I standing? Directly in my backswing. I'm and your and your shadow too. Ooh, you don't. You're, you're not. You're not looking at your oh. shadow. You're not looking at the shadow you're casting in, in terms of... So I'm focused on my game, and now I have to worry no, about my shadow? your game is over. You're in the hole, or you're about to putt. I'm putting. It's my game. So I need to back way up? Like, how far back? You need to get out of another golfer's line of vision. I can't believe i got to tell him I mean, this. I'm too, I even I'm, know this. I'm, I'm teaching I don't even Xander, golf I know that. I'm teaching exactly. Xander and Cooper the, 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 the way that they should act. I don't think I'm doing it. I'm, you just, are. I'm just standing on the side waiting for you to putt. He did it at Top Golf. Oh, stop. I'm kidding. Did he really? <laughs> kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm busting Brock with you. You shouldn't stand in anybody's field of vision, which is behind somebody as they're golfing. I don't need to see you, you peripherally. Walk, Chris. Behind? You're a walker and you stand behind. Like, stand literally behind me, not behind oh, my on swing. On that side. So I get 9 o'clock. If I'm standing there, I need you at 9 or 3. Like the new... I'm holding like on to a steering new, wheel. The person teaching me golf told me that that's bad. You're standing at Yelling. midnight. You're standing between 11 and 1. That's oh, where you're standing. 11 and All 1. Right. All right. And your shadow sometimes. So you, you, you're totally oblivious to that sort Just of thing. totally oblivious. Honestly, DeChambeau so, would have you ejected. <laughs> you wouldn't even have to say the burr of Brooksy. You'd be out. <laughs> what? Out. I couldn't play with DeChambeau, man. I couldn't play with that guy. All right. I've been sitting on that one for three days. Oh, Rich. <laughs> Rich, you've been waiting. That was marinated. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. When we come back, a man who just makes me smile on billions, the great David Costable, who plays wags on billions when we come back in advance of season five's return Sunday. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop 
from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code EISEN. That's I B O T T A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Brockman, I told you earlier in the program yes. that we are going to start this interview with breaking news. Okay. Breaking news here. I'm prepared for anything. On the Rich Eisen Show. It's exciting breaking news. I think it is exciting breaking news. Who who should break this news? Well. Who you want to break this news? I mean, you should. No, I mean, I, this happened to you. Well, okay, I, ahead, I, I Brian, can do it. I'll, Brian, I'll say this. you handle it. Yes. Casting uh, update. Okay. We, yeah, this is a huge Billions casting update. Yes. Uh, and, and so you may think we're going to talk about a Robert De Niro uh, you might yes. imagine Sean Connery is going to finally make his comeback. Big time. And he's going to do it wow. on Showtime. Hackman. Yeah. Could about, be Hackman could coming be Hackman. back oh, after man. 10 years at 10 Ball. Sure. We wrote a Hackman movie, so I guess it's possible. <laughs> but in fact, it's none of those. The truth of the matter is that Rich Eisen himself has a cameo in what? season four. It's already been filmed, ladies Are you and kidding gentlemen. Me? When I left for two days in January okay. to go to New York. It was because of these. You were on that secret. That was a secret mission. That was yeah. Yeah, we weren't told what the deal was was going on. No, it was not rehab. Yeah, it was definitely not. It was rehab of a sort. Reputational rehab. Everyone saw you (laughs) in the Brockmire thing, and this proves you can actually act. So this was a way. This is incredible. Yeah, was a way to rehab. Well, oh man, yes, it was awesome. You guys are awesome. Okay. I I don't, we're not going to reveal anything. Let's not talk about what it is. Uh, Okay. You are clothed. I think it's fair to say. That's huge. I mean, it's fair to point that out. There's not even brief. There's no BN. It's no BN. It's no BN. It's no BN. It's no BN. No, it's a fully clothed appearance. Dressed. Dressed. Fully dressed. He killed it, though. We don't want to say, don't you think Rich killed it? He did a great job. Thank you, Terrific. Thank you. No, you came in and... It was really fun because I'll say, Rich, as you know, you do remember if you're guys like us who, who do this, it's real easy to be a fan of our show in the fourth season. But you came out early and yeah. loudly in favor of the show. Yes, thank when you. it was just starting and before sort of like this critical consensus really happened. And you reached out to us both online early on to say, like, this is great. I'm loving the show. And we started going back and forth a lot online. And so when we had this thing that seemed like it would fit, um, I texted him, and, and this is what's so great, right, about the modern age. We become friends online. We know a million of the same people, but we had this notion, and I sent you a text, and two minutes later, you were like, I'm in. I'm Let's in. work it out. I'm not going to tell anybody. And then you came and crushed it. You entertained the crew. Um, it was wonderful when you put on that little USO-style show <laughs> for everybody. <laughs> and I was surprised you had the dancing girls yes. just with you. Oh, my yes, God. Yes. It's, it's really strange. You're I've never done like that. that. Yeah. USO no, I haven't seen you, that. Chris. Ah, that's when uh, Koppelman and Levine of the Billions came on and revealed that I was going to be on the show. I cultivated that caper. I snuck out of town and shot that without you guys knowing. That was a couple of years ago. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH, number to dial. I love the show Billions. You know I've been all over it. I have my Axe Capital mug here. Oh, yeah, where is it? Will you get it so I can have it for this interview? Would you mind just fetching it? I'm sorry. I just didn't have it. I can't get up and do this. I just need to get in. The moment I have an Axe Capital mug, I've got my Axe Cap um, zip-up vest that I'll walk around town. People will be like, "Where the hell did you get that from?" And it's like, too bad. I know Copeland. I know people. I know the people who have created it. I know the writers of it, and uh, you know, I've been 
the words for it is caping, right? I've been using that phrase all day. Yeah, I was yeah, caping for the yeah. show for some time, <laughs> and I cannot be more excited that season five is resuming this Sunday on Showtime, eight p.m., uh, nine p.m. Eastern time, and one of the best on that program and everything that he does plays the role of Mike Wags Wagner is the actor David Costable back here on the Rich Eisen Show. How you been, David? I'm well. How are you? I'm psyched to see what you've got cooked up. I'm so excited. Oh, got some good stuff. Now, what what is caping? Caping is the what phrase. Is- it's kind of like you know you're 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 backing somebody's play. You're it's like you're Superman. You're putting on the cape and you're and you're trying to uh, be there for them. So I'm caping nice. for you. That's the phrase. Nice. You have, clearly are. Have you? <laughs> you are. You you are. Superman and Batman. Well, I appreciate that. And and just the fact that I got to actually spend a day on the set with you and the rest of the crew a couple of years ago is truly uh, like a career highlight for me, David. It was so fantastic, as well for me. I'll tell you that right now. Now, you have an Axe Capital mug, but you do not have a uh, What Would Wags Do t-shirt. Oh, oh, boy. You're about to get four sizes. Is is there really a What Would Wags Do (laughs) t-shirt? You have not been 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 doing your merchandise homework, my friend. There's a cutout of Wags that you can purchase for yourself. I mean, I'm sure that we can have somebody, you know, for for a caper such as you, I'm sure that we could have someone get you one. Well, I got to tell you, David, uh, um, I, th- I I kind of assume what Wags would do about anything, and it's not anything that I would normally be a default for me. You know, I think that that is I think that is probably true for me as well. How do you? And I actually then have to go and do it, which is even, frankly, even more fun. That is uh, my question for you: is is who do you channel? when you take on this role of wags on billions where scruples are kind of thrown out the window 99 times out of 100 well, well rich you you you've been you've been to new york city have you you've lived in new york city yes, you've lived in new york city yes sir so i think that there is um <laughs> i think there's a modicum of rage that uh, we all can become uh Filled by some yes. days when we live in New York City, and I feel like you know I have a lot of access to that particular <laughs> aspect of living, yes. and um, it just is. Uh, I, I and now I get to foster it inside of myself in this particular way, and so you know that that not not only that can release in many different ways. Mm. And for Wags, he likes to enjoy the full rainbow of rage release possibilities. What's the f- your favorite Wags line that you're able to say on this show right now? Um, and- I don't think there is. <laughs> I don't think there is one. There has definitely been stuff that I've I've just looked back, like seen like clips of, and, yes. and in the second, third seasons, I was like, my gosh. I can't believe I said that. That's appalling. It's just a <laughs> terrible, terrible thing to say. So then what's the most enjoyable uh, part of playing this role, David, for you? I mean, I, you know, there is nobody who has more, first of all, more fun on the set than me. Um, I get to say absolutely the best lines that those guys write. Um, they get to enjoy writing they get to. I think. I think one of the things about the writers too, and this has been season after season, is that they like to surprise themselves with how appalling they can be <laughs> with regard to the voice blanks. Um, there have definitely been times when, in the you know, okay. 
the one time in a week that we, um, per episode, we would all be together and we would do a, a table read. We would read the whole thing. Yes. And there are just some times where the, I would say something and I would just, you know, that thing that people do on the, 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 when people are they're throwing free throws or shooting free throws, yes. or they're, they're, they're holding their shorts at the knees. Yeah. yeah. It just sort of crumples you at the, the midsection and you got to hold on to your shorts in order to, to stay up. I love it. So that's it. That's the best. That is absolutely the best part. When I can either crumple myself or they crumple me. Or yes. They, I crumple the, the rest of the company. It's a spectacular feeling. Sometimes, though, when a, a player uh, pulls on their shorts, it's because they've got to catch their breath. I imagine it's the same thing with you, too, with that character. Exactly. You know, I mean, yes. it is so great. Well, what what uh, if anything, David Cosmo here on the Rich Eisen Show, Showtime Billions coming back for season five. What can you tell us about the future of this show? Um, how many oh. how many more seasons? Anything that you've got Ooh. that you know of? Do you have inside information? You no. should definitely do some. You should see if you can get go to like a, a Showtime executive meeting. And okay, see if you can find out the answer to that. Mm-hmm. That would be fantastic. So um, well, we're now we we finished the fifth season. Yes, and um, we went straight into the sixth season. Terrific. So there will be we will have shot by December. We will have shot. Uh, 17 new episodes of billions. Jeez. Um, wow. Yeah. So there will be, there will be lots of billions coming at you. And oh. there is some truly appalling things that I say. And do, so <laughs> you, I, that will, I will, I do not disappoint this season and next, frankly. Well, I got to tell you the, 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 you're the only person on the show whose character can even approach yours um, in terms of appalling. And you never know what comes out of their mouths is uh the father of Paul Giamatti oh, yeah. on the program uh Charles Jeffman yeah, Ro- unbelievable yeah and Chuck Rhodes' dad um yeah. you know on this show um and do you ever like have a go pull him aside have a chuckle over some of the stuff that comes out of your mouth and and share he, a he, moment like that sort Jeff, of thing Jeff Demond, to me like I want to be that actor when I grow up because I feel like he's he's such a spectacular actor and and <laughs> And it, everything that they write for him makes me laugh. And he is, he's just, it's its remarkable to watch him do it. He's just, he's absolutely, he's brilliant. He's brilliant at it. And he, he also, I feel like he gets to lean into things that um, none of the rest of us ever would do. And there is, there are, I was, they, they screened um, for us the other day, the, the eighth episode, which is the, ne- the next episode that's going to be on September 5th, mm-hmm. Sunday, Great. Uh, our premiere. And there is a particular scene that when I read it on the page, it just you, you, because you know what he's going to do and you know how awesome it's going to be. And he truly does not ever disappoint. OK, that's uh, that's I, I can't wait for Sunday night again. Uh, Nine Eastern yeah. on Showtime, the resumption of season five of Billions. David Costable here on the Rich Eisen Show. I, I, I said it to you when I met you, and, and you've been on this show before. I mean, the shows that you have been on, David, uh, mm-hmm. Damages, mm-hmm. The Wire, Breaking Bad, and now this one. Is there a common thread, do you think, between the shows as to why they're successful or uh, anything um, that you think that is a common thread amongst any of these programs? I mean, the common thread is David Costable, I think. <laughs> 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 I Outside mean, of the yeah, obvious, I'm yes. Another actor who is on all of them. Um, come to think of it, there isn't one. It's just me. So, it's just um, you. 
That's right. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I guess that that's just the gold standard. Once <laughs> once Constable shows up, then you're just like, oh, the golden age of television is alive. By the <laughs> way, let, let me tell you something, Dave, David. You, you, you've come to the right place in terms of tooting your own horn and also oh, yeah. and that? also going third person while doing it. We respect uh-huh. that, sir. We salute that here on the Rich Eisen Show. Yes, yeah, I mean you have sir. a you have your own you have a television you have a, your show yeah. and it's you you get to, re- to to refer to yourself all of the time. Oh yes, as Rich Isaac. Yeah, as a matter yeah. of fact, you know, I I I uh, just to show how much I respect you and your show, I I removed the Rich Eisen show mug for the Axe Cap mug. I mean, I don't do that for just anybody <laughs> or any show, you know. Yeah, I, no, why would you? For God's sake, I, we're I'm on your show. <laughs> Not, you're not on mine anymore. And what's, and what's the name of the show again? I forget what the name of the show is one more time here. Uh, I think we've got a, a reminder. There it is. Hold I'm on. This is the Rich Eisen Show. That's even that got that reminder just for anybody who needs it. <laughs> Do you have like a button on your belt that you can just press that when you're just like, hey, this is the, the Rich Eisen Show. No, it's, it's just, it's, it's just it, it just senses whenever it's necessary. It's the guy he pays billions. Sure. That's right. Yeah, yeah, pay, yeah. yeah pay you billions, Mike. That's for sure. Uh, all right, so screw that question. Um, so let me ask you then: uh, When you showed up on the set of Breaking Bad, uh, it was yeah. which, it was which season? How did you wind up on Breaking Bad? Well, David? I had I had been a fan of it, and I had a very good good friend of mine was one of the writers on it. Mm-hmm. Um, his name is Sam Catlin, mm-hmm. and um, Sam did not get me the job. Not and unsurprisingly, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Wow, you really didn't!" But one of the other producers had actually suggested me, and I went in auditions. Um, then they spent, I think, six long weeks looking for anybody but me to play the role. Um, they luckily did not find anybody but me, so I had to go and do it, which was great. And um, often, you know, either either the sh- you you haven't been on the show, or the show it's it's just starting, so you don't know. But in this one. I had been like a, a a fan, and I was like a kooky fan already. And that was back then, you know, in the, the first and second season, it was not as popular of a television program as it turned out to be in the end. Um, so it was a smaller, it was a smaller culty piece. So I got there, and um, I was very, very excited to do the role, because I also, I loved it, and I loved the writing. The writing was incredible on the television show. So, um so I get there and I had to play. And the very first day that I was shooting was with Brian. We are meeting in this lab and it's this brand new giant set that they hadn't shot before. And they're introducing my character and this big set they're going to use for a long time. And um, it was a big whoop de doo day. And so I'm, you know, trying to play it cool. And at a, after about maybe two hours of, you know, we're doing the scene and we're doing another part of the scene and Brian and I eventually are just sitting right next to each other in our little cast chairs and having a coffee or something. And, and, I, and I finally started to disclose how much I loved the show. And then I didn't really stop myself from <laughs> telling him in very, very detailed terms what, how much I loved him. <laughs> And he, you could just see it on his face because eventually I got to the point where you'd be like, and then in episode 12 and season two, and what you did in this one moment when you, lit, you didn't raise your eyebrow, but then you looked at her and, uh, and, and he just kind of looked at me and just started slowly backing away from me. Oh, God. And then he's like, <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, oh, no, I've. I've gone, I've gone super fan on him. He thinks I'm a total imposter. This is terrible. I'm going to get fired off the show that I just started. 
Um, but luckily, he just he, he he let me have a breather and and, and uh, I, I cooled down after that. Oh, but he, he's to, such a good uh, dude, though. He probably he probably you know I mean he he's such a good dude. He's like a great no, human. He's a very good guy. Exactly. So he he's must really have taken good. a strike. I have a similar story to that. I'll share with you. Is when I met Bob oh. Barker. Okay. <laughs> Now, oh, nice. now, in terms of in terms of game show hosts, I would say he's the Brian Cranston in many ways of game show hosts. Yeah, right? I mean, absolutely, he's great, all time great. So I I went up yeah. to him because uh, I'm a diehard Price is Right guy in college and going sure, up, whatever. So I went right up to him, David, sure. and I said to him, you know, hey, uh, boy, I I just want to take the time. I'm sure you've heard this before, but I have a di- different perspective of why I love you. That uh, I'm I'm a host on NFL Network, and you know, I I interview players from all walks of life rookies and folks who are retired hall of famers and not so great players and people from different backgrounds and i am inspired about welcoming them all in in the same way that you've welcomed people to contestants row no matter their background or socioeconomic status or race color creed you just welcome all of them the same way and i just wanted to say you've inspired me and thank you and he looks at me and you know what he says to me he says to me he says to me, do you want to hug it out? <laughs> oh, come on. The only answer to that is yes. That's what I said. I said <laughs> yes. As a matter of fact, I do want to I hug do. it out. I yes. Do, Bob Barker. I want to hug you. A hundred percent. I did. And it was I've... one of the greatest answers that I could have gotten from him. You know, it's like, do you want to hug it out? And we did, in fact, hug it out. Wow. I got wow. to do that with that him. That is because I'm that the same way, very, David. Very I'm the same way. If I meet somebody who I'm a fan of, I will tell them that, you know, and you should, yeah. you know, go ahead. You know, why not? That's yeah. the way I always felt. I've told I've told you when I met you how excited I was to meet you, that I've spent countless, countless hours listening to you talk about sports. Well, just I appreciate really just that. too many hours. <laughs> late into the night just like oh, i really should be not listening to this person talk about sports and make pithy comments with his friends on the television set but yeah i was and i did it and you did it and, and now you're telling me and, and i loved it and, and I, I loved it do you want to hug it out yeah if i was there i would uh, Hundred percent, crawl over that desk and give you a hug, pal. Hundred <laughs> percent. And it was just like you know when I when I met you and I, I I definitely did fanboy you too. And uh, I told the story just a few minutes ago, and uh, I had you take a selfie with me, and you took a smiling one with me, and it was very nice. And I looked down at my phone, I thought to myself, I got to take this opportunity. I'm like, now would you mind giving me one as wags and. And you flip the camera off, and it's just fast. Oh, my yeah. favorite is we're putting it up on the screen, we're blurring it out, but it's just you know. Yeah, that's the real one. That's, that's the real one. <laughs> that's, that's the real. That's the real selfie. Not, not a lot of people get that one, but when you're, I, you're a special person, such as you, you get that one. At least I'm. At least I'm not going to blur it out and put it on national television and radio. At least I won't do that. <laughs> I cannot wait what you've got planned, uh, sir. I can't wait to see it. I will be tuned in on Sunday night. I cannot wait. And everybody should catch up on Billions if you already haven't uh, in advance of the return of Season 5, 9 p.m. Eastern on Showtime Sunday night. Thanks for the time, David. I appreciate it. Great talking to you. Right back at you. That is David Costable right here on the Rich Eisen Show, at David underscores Costable on Instagram. Sunday, man. Right. I'd do that with Brian Cranston. He was here, right? Who's the guy? Have you ever? Who's, who have you ever fanboyed? 
like like to an embarrassing state. <laughs> Who's that? TJ, you've met everybody. You've met literally everybody. Um, who did I fanboy? I tell you, Jordan. I, when you saw Jordan, I didn't really fanboy. You know who I fanboyed once, and this is going to sound funny. I'm a big as from a little kid. I was a big Kiss fan. Okay, oh. so I saw Paul Stanley in. in <laughs> there, there's a Ralph's in the Valley on Hazeltine Ventura, and I used to go to that one all the time. And I'm in the produce aisle, and there's Paul Stanley, and I literally went up and I sounded like mystical rapping on the no limits. I was like, hey, Paul Stanley. Like, I was just trying to get all this stuff out. And he looked at me like he, I, I think the look I got from Paul and the smile on the pat was he couldn't believe that this big brother with dreadlocks was coming over, just like fawning over him at Ralph's. And he just smiled. was like, oh, what's up? I love and it. So, yeah, I kind of freaked out meeting Paul Stanley. Now, or whatever. Am I, is, is it true that Paul Stanley's real last name is Eisen? Yeah. I think so. I think oh, that's true, by I the way. I think you're right. I've heard that. I think you are right. Because uh, I've gotten a lot, are you related to the guy from Kiss? And growing up, I'm like, what really? are you talking about? But I think Paul Stanley's last name is really Eisen. This is the Paul Eisen show. Yeah, the, Stanley Burt Eisen. Stanley Burt Eisen. Is his real name. Now, <laughs> speaking of Paul Stanley as well, I, I, Pat and Oswalt tweet I liked just yesterday. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> Paul Stanley... Um, tweeted out he had COVID and he goes, my COVID symptoms were mild compared to many others. And let me tell you, it kicked my ass. It's over now. That was his message, you know, obviously to be careful. Patton Oswalt retweeted it and he said, may I politely suggest for the time being rock and rolling every other night and partying for just a few hours in mid afternoon. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Great. <laughs> that's one of those throughout the day where you just like start oh. laughing your oh ass God. off like what are you laughing about oh. no it's like one of the funniest tweets i've seen in a while pretty good when i suggest rock and rolling every other, every night, other night and partying for just a few hours in mid-afternoon i mean fantastic <laughs> that's big. second concert I how saw. do you become a kiss guy tj i think it's when i was little it, Why not? Sh- it was the it was the makeup. It was the. Okay. It was yeah. just the whole presentation, and I remember being a little kid. I was young, and I saw Kiss meets the Phantom of the Park, and they were oh, in Central great Park. Movie. I don't think it was a great movie, to be honest with you. <laughs> I was a Kiss but, fan too, though. But it was just like it was everything. It was like you know the Starman and the Demon and and the boots and the fire and the Gene blood. And, I don't know why you would ask TJ a question like that what do you when mean? he's met everybody and he's into so many things. Like, for instance, showing up on the Rich Eisen show in a Golden Girls Ramon shirt on September 1st, 2021. I mean, honestly, he is a a renaissance man, and he's also a very... The brown-eyed idol of millions as well. A very simple man, and I say that with only the best... You know, like you're a low-maintenance man. I'm like Skinner. I'm a simple man. You know, their first album, Rock and Roll Nursing Home, was a... Fantastic. Rock and roll fantastic. nursing home, everybody. Wow. Fantastic. Uh, that's what I, that's what it was about. It was about B. Arthur. Was I want to be sedated? It was about B. Arthur. After uh, Jeff Ross made that joke at the Jerry Stiller roast, which can never be told on Peacock, which right? Cannot be repeated. No. Cannot be. That repeated. is correct. <laughs> You're not wrong TJ about that. All right. Well, you check in on the Mets. Let's check in on Let's the go. Mets. Let's check in on the Mets. It's amazing how fast it took to show Javi Baez how it's done and how quickly things can turn around. Javi's hustling, baby. Let's go. 
Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games. One of my favorite guests, and I'm not just saying that because you're sitting right here. I think He's, you are. I, <laughs> what are you on, steroids I or something? I am actually on steroids, Brian Cranston. Last flag flying in select theaters now. We're going to have to disqualify this show because of your steroid use. You know what? I thought about that yeah. before taking that steroid. Now, so wouldn't it be it. disheartening yeah. if you took the steroid and you had the best show ever? <laughs> then you'd go, oh my God. Oh, I have to take more steroids. How can you go off the steroids? I guess that is the conundrum. Ooh. That every good thing you that know. it wasn't a great show. So good actually, for you. Actually, right. it, it's it's been a great show so far. <laughs> Since you and I last spoke here on this show, uh, your Dodgers went to the World Series. There was that five-hour game that went in that was insane. It was insane. I, I and I am proud to say. I stuck around to extra innings for that night. It was because I did see some people in this town, people that you would know, people that we have all seen on television. Call them out. I can't do it. Do it. I can't. You're on steroids. What the hell do you care? (laughs) (laughs) I do have that as a fallback position, do I not? But I would never do that to you. It is. Uh, Your Honor, I was on steroids at the time when I made that comment. (laughs) When somebody from Arrested Development got up. (laughs) Yes. But, uh... Oh! Jason Bateman, you've been in your face, Jason. There's a lot of people. I'm disappointed, Jason. Will Arnett. Wow. But it wasn't. (laughs) Better call Saul now. Uh Okay. We're getting to the part. We're getting there. Where where it moves. We're moving slowly. We're moving. Like Tortuga. We're moving that slowly, okay? But we're getting to the part where Walter White could show up. Are we seeing Walter White anytime soon? Well, I'll tell you this as an exclusive on the Rich Eisen show. Nice putting it Well, no, no, no. Without, so, without the mug. There it is. There, <laughs> there, there's the exclusive. It just amazes me seeing in Better Call Saul the number of characters whose demise 
eventually is met because of your character. Is Who, me? I know exactly. It is remarkable how yeah. each and every one of them yeah. eventually has to be undone. I unfortunately have that association. It, if I spend any amount of time uh, with someone, they end up dying surprisingly. Mm-hmm. So I would suggest you get life insurance. <laughs> Um, you know, you want to protect your family. And yeah, everything, so. everything you do that. Okay. Sorry. Love that guy, man. Love Brian Cranston. YouTube.com slash Rich Eisen Show for all of his appearances here, including one of our highest rated videos ever of him talking about the toughest scene in Breaking Bad he's ever had to act. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show with our radio audience, 844-204-RICH, number to dial. You tweeted this out during the commercial break, Chris. I want to read it. We don't have the sound bite, but... Uh, it's Rory McIlroy's yeah, response yeah, to being asked because all the players are being asked about the whole Brooksy uh-huh. stuff and whether, you know, because the PGA Tour is going to get into this gray area of what is constituted as a respectful or a disrespectful raz from the gallery, mm-hmm. patrons, wherever that may be. So um, McIlroy was asked, quote, Everybody seems to be on Bryson's case at the moment. This is the question posed to Rory McIlroy. Do you feel any sympathy for him, or do you think he brought it on himself? What a question to ask of Rory McIlroy. Really interesting question. His answer, I certainly feel some sympathy for him because I certainly, I don't think that you should be ostracized or criticized for being different. And I think we have all known from the start that Bryson is different, and he is not going to conform to the way people want him to be. He is his own personal person. He thinks his own thoughts, and everyone has a right to do that. There are certainly things that he has done in the past that have brought some of the stuff on himself. I'm not saying that he's completely blameless in this, but at the same time, I think he's been getting a pretty rough go of it late. And it's actually pretty sad to see because he deep down, I think, is a nice person and all he wants to do is try to be the best golfer he can be. And it just seems every week something else happens. And I would say it's pretty tough to be Bryson DeChambeau right now. And I don't think anyone else on the tour has spoken up for him, but I definitely feel for him a little bit. And I agree, I don't think he's completely blameless in all this, but at the same time, I think he's trying to become better. And he's trying to learn from his mistakes, and I think everyone should give him a chance to try to do that. Hmm. I, 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 are you allowed to have a nuanced approach and answer, which is some of it's on him and a lot of it's on other people who don't have the uh, patience? Hey, we play into it too. We planned to it too. We had a good sure, laugh yeah, over. Oh, we Absolutely. had a good laugh over that piece of video that got leaked out, but then got taken down of, of Kepka rolling his eyes while DeChambeau <laughs> stomped behind him. Brady made memes of it all, and or we laughed about the, it. And we had a good time out. The video but of then, him like speed training, where he looks like a lunatic hitting the ball. Like right. Email. Yeah. I know. And then, and then he'll do stuff telling the guy stop walking around and. So. I mean, he plays really slow, and I got to imagine if you're his playing partner, it's pretty frustrating. And it's also must-see. Yeah, can't take your eyes off. Can't take your eyes off. And this week, Tour Championship, it's going to be dynamic. It's going to be so awesome to watch. What an epic, epic playoff hole. Bacchanal that was with the Patrol. 
Or rich. Oh, uh, I don't want to hear about put it. Put it up I know, on the board, uh, no, Hoskins. I, I, Just put it I on know the board. I know they're getting put into it. Put it on the board. No, they're into it. I know they're totally into it. I know they Patty put it. Ice. I heard. I saw the that. The Falcons sent him a jersey. I, I mean, this is not right. This is not right. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. No, we're not embracing the name in Atlanta. It's We're not. They're not. Nobody calls him that anymore. Arthur Smith played you, Rich. Yeah, he didn't play me. <laughs> <laughs> he did not play me. He did not play me. Now. No, 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 no. What do you think? Arthur, you think Arthur Smith's the one who... Uh, Arthur Smith might be the one who provided them the FedEx pouch to send it. Yeah, but outside of that, outside of that, he's got go. nothing to do with it. it he's, on, he's on Team Matchroll. That's what we've got to move on. He's on Team Matchroll. <laughs> this is an outrage. An outrage that the Falcons are in oh, on it. That's because the bottom line is, he, Matt Ryan, hold on. Matt Ryan may dislike the natural, mm-hmm. but he is not like, I I already have a nickname. Call me Matty Ice. He's not He's not into it. We know he's not I into it. I think he just wants he's to be never called been Matt. Into it. Right. He's never been into it. It's about a guy in college who would pound beers. He's now a grown-ass family man, MVP of the league. Okay? He's beyond it. He doesn't support that. <laughs> I don't know. You know Rich, and, and I need I need the name of the millennial who's like I'm gonna help out this thing, and it's a smart move on their part to put the you know you're you're putting a Falcons jersey in the hand of the only guy on tour with three wins yeah. who's got the pole position going into the FedEx Cup playoffs final stop the tour championship. It makes a smart move, and and of course he's gonna be into it. Why not? Good job, Patrick. You're the patrol. <laughs> All right, Rich. I said that wrong. Uh, maybe Arthur didn't play you right. Knowing how you feel about this nickname, they gave away the Patty Ice, so Matt could not have Matty Ice, mm, which would force him whatever. to take the match. That's yeah, next level, four dimensional chess, chess that, I, that I hope is being level. played. Hey, the FedEx Cup playoffs final stop again is the Tour Championship. One last chance for the PGA Tour's ultimate prize this weekend on NBC and golf. Big time stuff. Well, you got Spieth and you got uh, Dustin Johnson on the screen. Cannot wait. The 30 best golfers in the world. Let's go. Oh, there you go. Well done. A little late on the music, but it's okay. Okay. It's all right, Mike. It's all right. Uh, Adam's (laughs) calling in in the back from the back because we all predicted the NFC North today, and it was all kind of chalk, except for Del Tufo thinks the Bears are going to be better than the Vikings second and third place. We all put it uh, Packers, Vikings, Bears, Lions, except for – Adam, who went Bears, Packers, Vikings, Lions. Adam, uh, I'll give you the floor on this. What's the what? What gives? Are you, is there? Do we need better uh, ventilation back there? Or no? <laughs> Rich, the ventilation is great back here. There's plenty of air. Here's my dream scenario, which will prove reality. Okay. I'm with Bill Tufo at the opening game at SoFi Stadium. I'm eating a kale salad with avocado, almonds, and champagne vinaigrette dressing because we're in the fancy seats. Thank you, Del Tufo. You're welcome, Adam. Andy Andy Dalton throws four interceptions in the first half, but the Bears' defense keeps it close. And then what happens is Justin Fields, the QB1, the savior, he is blessed by the ghost of Sid Luckman. He comes in the second half. He throws three touchdowns, has zero interceptions. The Bears come back. They end up winning the game. I drive Del Tufo back to the condo in Redondo. He's blackout drunk. I'm ecstatic. And the Bears end up going 12, 5, 
excuse me, 12-4-1. We win the division, and we have the next 15 years with the best quarterback the Bears have ever had. Let's go. All right. Uh, he's clearly drunk on the job. Rack him. Uh, but hold on a second, Adam, real quick. Are you calling into this show as the call screener who understands that everyone's asked to call in on a landline? Are you calling in from your cell phone despite being surrounded by like 50 <laughs> landlines right now? Is that really what's happening? The audacity. Rich, I have no other option. I had to call into the show using my cell phone to the landline. It's kind of complicated, but I got it done. Uh, I love the well, screen. We, we get it done. Oh, well done, my gosh. Well done, Adam. Well done, Adam. Adam, the call screener, long-suffering Bears fan, should be screening calls. Not I will lamenting be carrying, his, I will be, he will be, I'll be, he'll be on my back. By the way, I appreciate him putting on the, the one in there to try and give it some sort of, uh, yeah, 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 after yeah, that game. Yeah, like he's, yeah, right. he's hedging his bets on, who, it's not going to be 13, it's going to be 13 and four, it's 12, 14 and one. And unlike you haters, when I give my team's prediction, I'm going to say, Adam, I hope you're right. Good for you. Well, Brockman, I, thank, I hope you're right. I, I hope your team gets 13. I want to thank today's guests, Jeff Darlington, Albert Breer, and David Costable. Uh, I am going to spend the evening in a hyperbaric chamber to try and get all of my energy up for tomorrow's guest, Bruce Dern, the actor whoa, Bruce Dern. Yeah. Whoa, this is going to be whoa. fun. OMG. <laughs> we'll see you on Thursday for Peacock. Don't go anywhere.